2: Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Just Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, Early Break, Fun Show, so You get the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always call or text at 402 464 Five six eight five. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show, as always, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. You think
3: the first hour was fun? I just had some coffee for the yeah. first time oh, today.
2: Boy. Ooh, I, it's amazing. I don't know why you didn't have it at all in the first segment. The first. You hour. always get worried when I don't drink. Yeah, coffee. I do. It gets surly. You oh. get surly, and you were surly at times in the first hour.
3: I won't be surly now this you hour.
2: Got your coffee. <laughs> I should just have it sitting there before you even come in here in the it's morning. It's
3: funny the way you handle that part of our show, our part of our existence. You're always like, I got coffee for you. Get your damn
2: coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I sure do every single day. Hey, the coffee's ready back there. <laughs> It, it. You've caught on. Wait, we, wait, you've caught on. Is it that bad? Go ahead, yeah, say it yes. It does get bad. Oh come I bet, on! I bet the textures can tell when you have or have not had coffee. Oh, mm. there's hear that? <laughs> That's a slurp. That was good. If you're watching, you would have seen. If you if were listening, you could definitely hear the slurp right there. God, it's good coffee today. Thank you to Bagels and Joe. Thank you to Bagels and Joe.
3: Bagels and Joe. This coffee is extraordinary. And why, we asked the question, why do donuts and coffee go together so well? Ask a policeman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I, have the answer I, to why, that question. Why? It's incredible how good. Chris yes, from the crazy. Baldwin shop right. brought yeah. in donuts on Friday. I, I ate a cherry, what, what, what's like cherry frosting, and it still tastes good. It tastes good with coffee. Yeah. Thank you.
2: I'm glad you enjoyed the leftover donuts here. I just had for, a little bit for of it three days now, four days now, <laughs> four. This days. is the fourth day they've been here. Friday, how do they Saturday, hold on Sunday, so Monday, well? Yeah, how, Tuesday, five days.
3: How do they hold on so well?
2: No, well, that's the box
3: preservatives.
2: Yeah, they, yeah, they do the box.
3: Hey, um, let's talk about that running back.
2: Yeah, four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. Uh, Anthony Grant, Nebraska's R B one, running back one was co-offensive player of the week of the Big Ten, thanks to his performance with 23 carries, 189 yards, two touchdowns. By the way, he was incredible. He never lost any yards. He was hit in the yeah, backfield yeah, several times. Yeah. Never went down for a loss. Yeah, uh-huh. He had zero lost yards despite having very minimal holes, if anything, to run through. Averaged 8.2 yards a carry along of 46 and two touchdowns. So the question is, though, Sip, I mean, I think you saw as well as I did that Nebraska was playing – all sorts of different guys on the offensive line. I mean, Prohasco is going between left and right tackle. You saw Brock Bando moving around once. I mean, you look. Just Bando what? didn't
3: move around. They okay. brought in Litovski okay. for
2: Bando, but okay. Well, you. But there was there was some guys moving around a little. They're moving.
3: Ask your question.
2: My question is this: Anthony Grant looks really, really good through two games. Can Nebraska lean on the run game though, if the offensive line is too unreliable? I don't know if they
3: want to lean on the run game first of all. Right? You wonder about that.
2: Well, the way that Grant looked the first two games, I would think maybe you should.
3: Whipple's always been 50-50. Now how how much is fro? how much was Frost involved exactly in the second half? Um when they re- when Nebraska's run game got turned up a notch. Um we we always wonder that. And Frost shut that conversation down quickly in the post game. Did you hear what, that? Yeah, I did not. What he did said, he say? I'm never going to talk about that. I'm never going to talk about that. I don't know if you have it. It was at about uh, – it was pretty early. In what the,
2: was the question? It
3: was, it was about was the play. run game. It was about the run game and if he influenced that. And then there was a direct question about his play calling. Don't worry about it right now. And he just said, I'm never going to get into that. Okay. But anyway, I don't, first of all, I don't know if they will try to lean on a run game, although they salted away this game by, again, we, as we said in the first hour, after Trey Palmer high-pointed that catch, 31-yard reception. Beautiful catch. On third and 14 that gave Nebraska a first down at its 38-yard line. At its 38-yard line, they were pinned deep. They were. Nebraska ran the ball in seven of the next eight plays. Three carries by Anthony Grant, four carries by A.J. Allen, including a 14-yard touchdown run that gave Nebraska breathing room at 31-17 to 17 with six and a half minutes left. That was – that was – it, that was finally Nebraska subduing North Dakota with six and a half minutes left. That was Nebraska leaning hard on its run game. That was North Dakota tiring. Yep. That's what you want to see. And now, I would think the offensive line would generate some confidence from that moment, wouldn't you?
2: Well, I'd hope so. But but, but that you you would think they should. There's no guarantee on that.
3: Here's the you, deal. You're
2: going to go against tougher teams now going forward.
3: Yeah. You hope that Nebraska continues to improve. That's what, you know, that's what Frost is banking on. He said, we're not a, paraphrase, we're, he said after the game, we're not a great team right now, um, but it, we can get better, and this could be a very good team at some point, paraphrasing. And you just hope that he's right. And is if you just shift that conversation to the offensive line, you hope that each game, going forward they get better. This is a group that's together for the first time. The offensive line's together for the first time. This configuration of 5 has never played together till this season. Sometimes it does take some time for a offensive line to I guess gel and you just hope there's incremental progress and maybe maybe on Saturday against Georgia Southern it looks appreciably better. Hmm. And then sets them up for a good a good performance against Oklahoma. That's what you hope. And you, in this Nebraska conversation, you have to leave open the possibility that this team is going to make significant improvement. Generally, teams do that throughout the course of a season.
2: Well, that's the sign of a well-coached team if they make progress. Well, yeah. Yeah.
3: So that's what you're hoping. Yeah.
2: Right, because Anthony Grant appears to be a good find in the portal for Nebraska. Right. Well,
3: yeah, he came from New Mexico Military Institute. I don't. But
2: still, but still, portal technically isn't it? Yeah, I get. What you call that portal? Junior college, JUCO portal, same thing. He wasn't here last year. He He wasn't transfer. Transfer. He he wasn't a fresh. He wasn't high school last year. He was in the JUCO slash. So yeah,
3: he's. You know what? He's he looked. I thought he looked better. I thought he had more bounce in this game than he did in Ireland. Well, it's a, it's a worse defense than what you saw in Northwestern. But, but but take away the defense. I just thought he had more bounce in his legs.
2: He's playing in America. <laughs> Back in the soil that he knows here.
3: What I say about Anthony Grant is where I start as far as listing his attributes is his toughness. I His toughness is striking to me. And you saw it. Right away in Ireland. You saw it right away in Ireland. Do you remember the first series of the season for Nebraska? Third and one Mm -hmm. at its 34. He gets hit in the backfield but fights for two yards first First down. down. Reminded me of Rex. Third and one. Then in their third series, third and one at its 29. Okay? Third and one. He finds the sticks, gets a yard, tough fought, fought for it. And I thought, okay, maybe they have something there. Grant is a, he's above all, he's tougher than hell. But then on Saturday, he kind of reveals this jump cut that, that got your attention. He run, he's running away from people. He's not super fast, but he has good functional speed. Yes. And his, what they always talk about with Anthony Grant is his vision. He clearly sees well in traffic. Y- you can tell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he sees well in traffic. He, he dodges in and out at all. Yeah. yeah, he dodges in and out well. Also, Frost identified his patience. He's a He waits for his blocks effectively. He knows how to be a running back. guy. they got a good one. He's a good one. I'm not going to go too much further no, like he's Frost. Te- yeah, he's definitely patient. Like, like right. Frost said, we're not, he goes on. Frost in the post game said, so "We're not going to crown him. I don't know if you have that sound. We're not going to crown him. Um, we're not going to reserve a spot in the Nebraska Hall of Fame for him just yet." Um, Frost was tamping it down a little bit. Do you have that right here. Yeah, okay, try that.
2: This is the right one.
3: All right, Frost on. post game. Gabe Irvin's a fine football player.
4: He deserves to play too. Ramir Johnson was one of our workhorses last year, um, and he's still getting caught a little. In between and we got to make sure there's packages for him as I I love that kid and what he's poured into this program and he's a really good football player Um, we're running at skill position we're running there a little bit of problem we got a lot of guys that deserve to play Uh, but I'm really proud of AG and AJ today um, both those guys are going to be good players around here. We got to make sure we're using all. I don't know if that's the right one.
3: You did that on purpose. You had to get some Ramirez Johnson. I in that did, no, <laughs> that was, That's
2: the most. That's the one that, oh, I'm to my. That's okay. Title ones. I, no. I'm yeah,
3: there like was that. another quote Frost had where he said, well, "We're not going to crown Anthony okay. Grant just yet. I, fault, that yeah. we're not. We don't need to reserve a spot in the Hall of Fame for him just yet. But
2: he's a good back. That'd be cool. If he was a Hall of Famer. That'd be a good season for Nebraska. Yeah.
3: He is something that you can. We got to get to some calls, but yep. but Gay, excuse me, Anthony Grant, and I say A.J. Allen too are two guys you can point to and say, yeah, they have some guys. In fact, Nebraska has good skill position players. They do. They have look it's at an look interesting at what Trey
2: team. Palmer did in that catch. Yeah, changed the game.
3: He has twelve catches through two games. Marcus Washington's a good player. Isaiah Garcia Casanay is a good player. They have two, they have two or three or four good running backs. Um, when they get, they need to you know they need to get that big tight end back, Travis Volklak, who didn't play um, because of an ankle. Uh, by the way, on on sideline report from Sippel, Sippel sideline report. Oh, nice. Yeah, right. That that, that uh, Nick Henrich is not. He's not wearing a wrap on his on his wrist hand. He's wearing a cast. Cast. Okay, that's a cast. That
2: sucks to get tackled by the cast. That's yeah, painful. That's cast. I don't
3: know how quickly he'll be back, but that's a cast. Um, Tim and True Red. A
2: call from Tim. Tim, you've been patiently waiting. You're on an early break. Go ahead.
3: Hey guys. Good morning.
2: Hey, Tim. Hi.
3: Hi,
5: Tim. Um, I, I I'm just curious. Um, if uh, if if Nebraska football, and I know this is ridiculous to say, but um, I'm just looking at this whole thing, right? And I'm listening to what you guys are saying about Scott Frost post game and talking about Nebraska getting better and improving. And and guys, I just. I, I just – I'm sorry, I have a hard time buying it. I have a hard time swallowing that pill um, just because this isn't Scott's first year. This isn't Scott's second year. So he's basically asking us to just be patient for something that he's been trying to do for the last four years. My, my, my question, and I, and, and I know this sounds crazy, but let's take Scott Frost out of the picture and just leave the rest of the coaching staff there and the rest of the players. I, I, I don't see any difference. In fact, I, I, I would think we would have an improvement – why are we going through – there is a problem between the head coach and our offensive coordinator. There, There is a problem, and it's air apparent. It's ridiculous. This is a joke. Scott needs to just be the head coach, sit back, and ride this out. Because we've seen what Scott Frosty slash awesome offensive coordinator head coach does, and it's about to get his butt fired. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm not trying to get fired up, and I'm not trying to get pissed, okay. but – It's just really frustrating and infuriating watching this coach who brought these guys in to help him do their job, and he will not sit back and let them do their job. Our defense did great this game. The whole first half, they held them to seven points. That's awesome. You know, it doesn't make sense, guys. So, you know, just answer me that question. I know it doesn't make sense, but just answer me. What does Scott bring to our team that the rest of the coaches couldn't do on their own? Thanks, guys
0: Particular valued resources may vary
1: by geography. More info available at HattieRenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
3: Well, I mean, as far as the, I mean, that's hard to answer. Now, Tim, as far as that, the Whipple Frost play call discussion, I don't want to cast aspersions at all because I don't know what, I don't, Tim, I don't know what they're saying on the headset. It's possible that Whipple would jump on this third microphone over here, yep. and say, "Jake, to. sip, calm down. I'm calling the plays. All right. I don't know. How are we? We're, we're making an assumption that Scott is, as far as play calling goes in game. I think we're all making an assumption that Scott has a heavy hand. I don't know that. Nobody says that. I, it,
2: well, he, well, he was asked the question, wasn't he? He said, I, I, "I'm not I'll talking never, about that. I'll comment on it. Right."
3: As far as that goes, it's collaborative and Scott has is saying now he wants everyone to work together. Now, Tim, I would ask you, what's wrong with Scott if he just wants to interject? He's the head coach, it's his job on the line. Right? Now, again, I'm not suggesting he should be heavy-handed necessarily. I don't know. I don't know what's going on on that headset. But I, the, th- the reason I don't want to judge it, Tim, is because I don't know what's going on on the headset.
2: And neither, nobody does. Right. Besides those guys. The coaches.
3: Right. And the players. So to, to say Scott needs to back off, you're, in saying that, you're suggesting that he's being heavy-handed when you don't really know that. Yeah. Right. Do you understand lot, where I'm coming from?
2: It's a lot of assumption or guessing. right That
3: now. whole discussion about play calling. We've done this before. We did it. I always think about it with. Remember with John Papuchis? Do you remember I do? John too, sure Yeah. John Papuchis was Nebraska's defensive coordinator from 2012 to 2014. Do you remember those I years? I remember
2: those years. Yeah.
3: Okay. John Papuchis was the defensive coordinator by name. Bo Pelini was the head coach, who's a you know he's a defensive oriented he yeah. head coach. It was always the discussion. We would always have that discussion. Who's calling the plays? Who's calling the plays? And they would always say it's collaborative. But then one day Papuchas said something that was sort of meaningful. When he said, when it comes down to it, Bo swings the final hammer. Now, who swings the final hammer in this relationship? That's a lot different relationship. John Papuchis was a relatively young coach. Bo Pelini was the proven defensive mind. That's right. Um, Bo was the head coach. It made sense when John said that, right? When John Papucci said Bo swings the final hammer. Now it's a different conversation. Now, Mark Whipple, 65 years old, Frost hired him to come in and run the offense. Who swings the final hammer? Frost has a pretty good offensive or he has a pretty good resume as a play caller. You got to admit that going back to Oregon, Jake, um, he was a play caller at Oregon, and he called the plays for three years at Oregon. He called the plays at UCF. He has a track record, has a good play caller, but who swings – now, who swings the final hammer? Scott's not going to answer that question. Maybe Whipple would. But I don't, I don't know how far you want to go down into that. Now, back to your original question. Well, they – hold on. Are you – wait a second. I got the wrong rundown. Ask the question again. Oh,
2: I said Anthony Grant looks really, really yeah. good through two games. Can Nebraska lean on the run game, though, or is the offensive line too unreliable for that to be the case?
3: Can they lean on the run game? I would say would they, will they,
2: are they inclined to lean on the run well, game? Well, it help them end the game against North Dakota, their run game. Right, and they could lean on it in spots. And you got you have a running back that appears to be pretty good.
3: Yeah. But they're going to say, "Well, we have receivers who appear to be pretty well, good too." They,
2: well, could well, don't forget about the running back; that's pretty dang good. There's, that balance. was, oh, by the way, just co-offensive player of the week in the conference. I think
3: what you're looking for is balance. I mean, I think that's what Whipple Whipple says that Jake balance. We will get a call from Are Drew you being Red. run the ball guy? I am always
2: run the ball guy. When have I not been run? When have I not been run the ball guy? I am run the ball guy. You 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 fought me on that last week or two weeks ago. I'm like, yeah. I do want to run the ball. That's what wins in this conference, is running the football. Okay, all right. Wisconsin wins despite terrible quarterback play for years. Besi- <laughs> besides Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've overcome mediocre quarterback oh, play for play. years. He was, he was okay. He was okay. True Red. Uh, True Red, you're on early break. Go ahead.
6: Good morning, fellas. Um, Hi, True Phil, Phil hung over from lethargic um, play once again this weekend. We got it together in the second half. Um, Just a couple quick things. Got the 200 yards predicted right. Got the North Dakota score predicted right. Um, I just, I had 51-17. You got your wish, Jake, as far as run the ball. Um, Yes. I think a lot of Husker fans were surprised to see that. There is an APB on Garcia Castaneda. Yeah,
3: no Um, targets, no targets.
6: (laughs) Right. Um, I was really surprised in that. But question, with the running back room situated the way it is, do we see AJ Allen redshirting, or no. do no? See, no,
2: no, play. no. Nope. He's
6: playing. He's part oh. of the In no, yes. Okay. With that being said, how many running backs transfer out at the end of the year?
3: Oh, that's a good question. I'd say two, maybe. Yeah, two sounds about right. Yeah, I might go two, but you never know on that. True red.
6: I know, but man, like. We heard all about Ramirez Johnson in the offseason. We heard about Gabe Irvin coming back from his injury, you know, which he deserves another chance, but obviously these guys aren't cutting it, making the cut, so to speak, in practice to get that playing time. So I was just wondering about that. It really kind of bothered me because we do have a, Really good crop of
3: running backs. So. Okay. okay, True Thanks, Red. True red. I'll let you call. handle the Ramir Johnson
2: uh, Well, as we pointed out, I mean, ev- everyone is infatuated by Ramir Johnson. And I, I point out, this team went 3-9 last football season. The offense wasn't good enough. I, I think you needed to upgrade at running back. Now, I know he had a great game against Michigan. He had the, he had the great touchdown, and he wants to see more at receiver. But Nebraska's receivers appear to be okay right now. They're right? going to, yeah. You have a running back that appears to be pretty good. Two. Anthony Grant and a true freshman, in AJ Allen. So Two of them. I don't know why people are all freaking out about either. Ramir Johnson. He wasn't a difference maker last season. At times he was. At times, yeah. But not like
3: they're oh, gonna need him. That's the thing. We're we're talking about guys I'm not saying transferring. He not, not Listen, play. it's too early to talk about who's gonna leave the running back room. Yeah, I, my guess is if it kept if it keeps going this way, you'll lose a couple. Who cares? I mean, that's the world we're in um but they'll need Ramirez Johnson at some point is my guess but, but my okay running backs I'm don't not stay denying, healthy I'm not running backs that. don't my stay healthy my point
2: is though, for people saying that Nebraska is is handling this poorly in terms of playing strange i don't take get me. it it's a strange take. your eyes tell you that anthony grant is is not better than Ramir Johnson based on what you've seen? There's no doubt season. he's right. Better. He's better. But it's not even, Yeah, I wouldn't say it's at close. receiver. I mean, do, do, is Ramir Johnson for sure a better option? What they have out there right now? Well, the answer they, is no. They
3: would play him in the slot, and they have they have a multitude of slot guys. Um, and I'm not he's saying they should play
2: but I'm not saying to freak out that he's not playing much right now. Yeah.
3: it's it's too much of a conversation. It is. Anthony Grant. They have their running back. They have their running back. They have their number one. They have the guy you want. You always talk about, Jake. You... I want a
2: guy? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you want a guy. Yeah, Sippy had 23 carries. That's, that's what I want. I want a running back getting 20-plus carries a game. Right. Right. And by the way, Nebraska, 41 rushes, 21 passes in this game. Interesting. <laughs> How about that lean to the run? <laughs> Boom, baby. Boom. <laughs> RTB. R-T-B. It's
3: interesting, isn't it, the way they finish that game? And – Created an optic that was, that you could definitely stomach a twenty-one point win, but if you were there, you know that it didn't. That was that's pretty misleading.
2: Uh, yeah, we have another call from John. We're we're gonna have, let's do it. Yeah, we are. Yeah, let's do it. John, you're up next. In early break. Go ahead. Morning,
4: guys. Yeah, I lo- I love listening to you guys in the morning on my way to work. But if you said something that I I just. Um, don't know if i agree with it anymore okay. and that's the the importance of having balance okay you guys just said and i watched husker football growing up my whole life and they were not balanced they they were probably seventy percent run the ball thirty percent pass it when i want to score and or and play action and i just that's how you win games. That's how you ice games away like we did on Saturday. And, and you guys just said the, uh, the uh, run pass balance there. So in this league, and I, I was thinking, what team recently have you seen that, that has passed their, passed their way to a championship? I can't think of well, Ohio
2: State passes the ball a lot. They have a good running game, though. Yeah, they do. They run the football. They throw it around the yard.
4: Yeah, and I'm saying that. And look, I'm not blaming any of the players on the offensive line. They are. And if we want to have a, a discussion about <laughs> coaching failures, it's the offensive line talent that we've brought on board. But um, in, if we're going to be successful long term and in our conference, balance is important. But we got to be able to run the ball when it's third and a long two. And mm-hmm. we're trying to hide the game away. Okay. Thanks,
3: John. Okay. No, he's right. Now, hold on. Stop. Yeah. What are you talking about, Jake? Ohio State throws it all. The- I because, mean, they have the best receivers right. in the world.
2: Exactly, because they have the best receivers in the world. They do. Well, he, asked else has. he asked for an example. has one example. They're an outlier.
3: They're the champions every year, and they they have balanced offense.
2: Right. It's because they are the only ones that can get those types of receivers in the conference.
3: Okay.
2: Right, Nebraska He's has Penn good State receivers though. Receivers once in a while.
3: Okay, now John's talking about a different Jake. John's talking about a different time where the running where the running game and heavily involved the quarterback. The, the, we're not in that world right now. Casey's, I mean, Casey's not a great runner. Okay, we know that now. We've seen enough of him. He's not very fast. He's, He's a, capable though. He's got good balance. He's a tough kid, but I don't think you want him running. He, he ran two. For... He ran two design run play. No, he ran one design run play the other day. And it the would option play. eleven yards. Right. Option play for eleven yards. He also okay. had a fourteen yard run too. That was a scramble.
2: Well, it worked. Yeah, I was happy to see. Yeah, I liked seeing that. Yeah,
3: but you're not going to run a, a, a zone read offense with him. I mean, no. you're you're not.
2: No, but the pro the question, and I and I heard this in the the stands. If you're going to keep doing the RPO, I mean, people aren't going to fall for that because he doesn't take the ball. He never he never runs it. Right, right. It's it's, it's not. No one's going to fall for that. It's
3: yeah, John, I appreciate your concern about what I said about balance, but I'm telling you, John, Whipple wants balance, and I don't mind it because Nebraska has some excellent receivers. They have a tight end who's on the shelf right now in Travis Vokalek. but he'll be back soon. Probably not this week, but I'd say Travis will be ready for Oklahoma. Maybe this week. I don't know. He didn't. I didn't see anything on his ankle. Um, he was walking around in warm-ups. I don't know. And then you kind of get Fedoni yeah, what at if, some point. What if you get both those guys? Yeah, Gene writes in and wonders, when's Fedoni coming back? Gene, I'm still saying – I think they'll try to get him back for the stretch run, the final four games. So November, not yeah. not at all in October. Oh, I maybe maybe late October at the earliest. That's my guess. My, it's a guess. It's a read.
2: Uh, can I guess before that? Yes, you can. Right, I'm going to I'm going to guess October. You see Thomas Fidoni. okay, barring some injury in practice. Okay, we got to go to break. Subs. Uh, we wait, behind. We're got to, to get Robin tomorrow or sometime. Oh God, we have no. He'll gonna kill me. I, no, he's my he'll, coworker. He'll understand. I could text him. We Please went, text we him. We went ten minutes long on that segment. Please, I would give him three minutes if he came on. Diplomacy, help me. I think Robin would appreciate just being skipped instead of having three minutes to talk. Don't you agree?
3: If you send him a text,
2: I agree. I will let him know. Okay, it's my fault. I'll take the blame. Thank you for all the calls and texts. Keep them coming. We'll have more next on Early Break in the Ticket.